Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Bite Size Gaming. Uh, sorry for no episode last week. We had some technical difficulties and some issues came up. But uh, as you can see, we have Mike's not here tonight. I don't know, according to some people, I am Mike. <laughs> I think you scared him away. Pretty much. No, he'll he'll be back, but uh, we have Terry with us, who is a Minecraft aficionado. And we have Matt filling in for Mike tonight. Uh, That's right. Yeah. Um, so you're a Minecraft aficionado. I don't even know. Like, you know your Minecraft. I know a lot of Minecraft. You know a lot of Minecraft. I, I, I don't even know what I could say that I know a lot of to be like, oh, I'm an aficionado of that. Like, give give me some examples of the, the depths to Minecraft that you can go. So I've been playing Minecraft since it first came out on beta for the PC in 2009, which was just a month before my daughter was born. So I've been playing since it came out with and every... how old is she now? She's... 11 she's gonna be 12 this year so minecraft's gonna be 12 years old this year and i see you playing that game quite often even just here right i play a lot of different versions of minecraft modded minecraft um i'm not as well with the hand eye coordination with the pc which is why i've moved to console edition but i've played it on the ps3 ps4 xbox uh the switch and I, I, again, I can't really say, like, Mike, I can't imagine, like, what did, what did he come in and say he was aficionado of? Uh, he's, he's an aficionado with more, like, classic games. Yeah. Like, give him, like, he's Donkey a, Kong 64. He's a huge speedrunner. So. Mm -hmm. He is. He's, yeah. a, he's, like, Mario speedrunning, so. Yeah, I mean, I've. I was kind of gauging a little bit to see where I could chime in. And what were you? What's your aficionado of? If you say this enough, it starts to sound like you're not saying the right word. Aficionado. <laughs> aficionado. Uh, my, my strengths, and I don't know if I would call me an aficionado, but my strengths lie in more like FPS. Okay. First-person so. shooters, yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, for gaming... Well, I remember that when I finally beat a game all the way through and felt so proud of it was actually Metal Gear Solid for the PlayStation. And I've I've loved the Metal Gear Solid series ever since. Now, I, I couldn't say that I'm aficionado, but I have followed the lore to Metal Gear Solid. I've loved the sneaking missions. I just, any game I play that has a sneaking mission, or I, I choose to kind of lean towards games that give you the option of sneaking or not sneaking and i will always try to to go more of that sneaking route to to increase the difficulty in that respect so if you like the games that involve sneaking there is a game that's out it's called nightmare little nightmares that involves a sneaking aspect to where if you can sneak through the monsters won't jump out and try to eat you. <laughs> I'm going to bed with Nightmare tonight. <laughs> I'm already freaking out it, by this. It, it, so... It's a little child that runs through. Oh, it oh. is. 
with the little yellow raincoat. Yeah. Yep. Oh gosh, is it? What did that come out for? On the Switch. It's like, oh, I, yeah, yep. that's fairly fairly new, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. I saw um, some. Wasn't it Little Nightmares 2 that just came out? Yes. Okay, I just saw some clips on that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's creepy. Yeah. She had, she, you have the first I, one? I have the the bundle. I have both. So I have one and two downloaded on my Switch. And I played a little bit of the first one on her Switch, and it was fun. Yeah. All right, if you give me Snake from Middle Gear Salad so I can punch <laughs> some things in case I fail the sneaking part. So, so they have items laid around inside the game. So, like, there'll be an action in the room it'll be like okay so you know that you're gonna end up hitting something so you're dragging this huge axe as this tiny little person across the room until something jumps out and then you can kill it <laughs> uh, yes i you interact with certain items and it's almost like how, how do you explain it it looked like a 2d 3d kind of shenanigans yeah. yep. okay i yep. did see that yep. Yep. That game looked... I think the little segment on your Switch that I played was uh, going through this room and there was like a stack of boxes in the background. Right. You have to like climb up the boxes without getting hit by like the spotlight. Right. And you have to get to the top of the boxes so you can go to the next room. Right. Okay. Sneaking across things to avoid getting caught by whoever is in that room. And you gotta like be careful because climbing up the boxes will make noise. Right, and it has a so. noise sensor so that if you're too loud, something notices you. I'll I'll be straight up honest. <laughs> I have to watch this game in a very well lit room. <laughs> I'm not gonna play it by myself. <laughs> Don't worry, we'll put it on the switch out there tomorrow, and you can you can try it. Yeah, I okay. can I can play it tomorrow. Yeah, and that way you can get an idea of what it looks right, like. I'm. I'm... I'm definitely bringing my my most comfortable stuff stuff there <laughs> to hold mm. on to. We'll get you a blanket. Thank you. You can sit on Snorlax. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope I hope we're talking about the beach. Yeah. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> yeah. Um. I I would definitely. I would definitely give that a try in the respect of maybe watching it, maybe okay. playing it a little bit. Cause again, I do like the sneaking, but right. I'm, I'm, I'm i I'm a big old scaredy cat. Mm-hmm. I definitely am. I'm definitely a scaredy cat. I, I remember seeing some horror games and playing some horror games, actually slender man. Back okay. When that was popular. Yeah. I didn't sleep well for a few nights. <laughs> so, so resident evil was never really. Your oh, so that, actually my brother loved that game and I watched him play that when I was a kid because he loved doing the puzzles and uh, stuff but I remember specifically not sleeping well those nights I bought Resident Evil for the PlayStation 4 I played three minutes into the game I got a jump scare and I put it away and I haven't played it since <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's kind of weird too because I, I can't stand horror movies and I know we're kind of going off topic here a little bit but I can't stand horror movies um just because there's no like satisfying ending to it. Right. But I really enjoyed the Walking Dead series is because there's actually a story to there. And so if a game, this is where I'm looping back, if a game has a really good story with the jump scares, I'll definitely give it a shot. Because it and needs to have a good story. It does. If if I've spent all uh, sixty plus hours on a game and you got nothing to satisfy that ending for me, or at least give me like that feeling of it's over. If I get that feeling, then you've done your job. Yeah. You've done your job. <laughs> yeah. But if I get the whole... What? What? Who, who developed this crap? So, <laughs> yeah. 
This ending was developed by Bethesda. <laughs> we'll cut that out, just in case we get sued. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's... So, I, I, I'll be honest, I'll be honest, I haven't had a huge chance to really watch a lot of this podcast because I was trying to do some of the other shows and get everything together and some of it didn't really pan out but what what is like what's some of the structure how do you guys get started on this and even though we kind of got started but funny you say that because uh actually that's actually one of our favorite things but so we like to start the podcast off especially when we have new guests on by uh seeing what their background in gaming is okay i think we kind of did that for me anyways so so more along the lines of what are some of your earliest gaming memories okay i got something there you want to start it off uh like i said before for me uh it was always like the atari i had when i was growing up the sega genesis I played that a lot. My friend had a Nintendo, so we would always like swap systems and systems and games, and just kind of built from that. I played a lot, a lot of Pokemon, starting with on the the Game Boy, then the colored Game Boy, then the Game Boy Advanced. And the little mini Game Boy that flips in half. The SP. <laughs> um, and then the SD, the 3DS was the last one that I played Pokemon on. Okay. And then and then the ones came out for the Switch, and I got to play those ones. Um, I originally, right now, am playing uh, Leaf Green. What's that? On the Game Boy Advance. It's a... Uh, Pokemon Leaf Green. It was oh, okay. the, when they right. did the remake of uh, Red, Blue, mm-hmm. Yellow, and yeah. Green. Okay. So Green only came out in Japan. And then when they did the remakes, they did Fire Red and Leaf Green. Mm-hmm. So. It's like a little half cartridge. Yep, it's, and it's the Game Boy Advance one. If mm-hmm. you like Pokemon, then come on in and try Pokemon Snap. Right here at your local Nerd HQ. <laughs> That's right, I just plugged that. Do you like that? Do you like that? You're like... <laughs> I have yet to try Pokemon Snap. Yeah, Alan got it out there, and I mean, he says he really likes it. You own it yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a really fun chill game. And okay. I, I just thought a nice segue into Snap, so jump on it and try it. Mm-hmm. Have to look. I, I'm kind of getting lean, I'm kind of leaning towards that way, because in Spider-Man I enjoy taking pictures. Right. Um, and when somebody had mentioned that if you take certain pictures, you get, like, higher points. Okay. Yep. Like, with how they're... So I'm I'm kind of intrigued in that aspect. So Pokemon so Snap... You play, you'll have to let me know what you think about it. Okay. What about Pokemon Snap? Uh, it's it's just a really fun, like, chill game. Mm-hmm. Like, something you'll just sit back and be like, oh, I'll play this for, like, 10, 20 minutes at a time and just relax. There's no Pokemon fighting. There's no battling. Nothing like that. So it's just... Oh, let's go take some pictures of some Pokemon. We'll kill twenty minutes. We kind of de-stress for a little bit. Can can you be in the Pokemon aficionado that you are, or at least that's being the starting of your, your right. gaming career? Do you feel like you can enjoy just taking pictures, or are you kind of stuck in your in you know battling it out? 
I guess it depends. Um, I'm always up for new things. Yeah, I can understand. I've played the original, the Pokemon, was it Snap before? Yep, the Pokemon okay. Snap on the Nintendo 64. Yep. Okay. Yeah, everybody says that that was like a highlight game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. Back in that era, like they had the Pokemon Snap and then they had the Pokemon Stadium games. Right. The Stadium. Yeah, which we still pl- we we come and play sometimes as well. The stadium, I remember going to Walmart's to play that. <laughs> like they had their the, the display yeah, thing. So, so when I was younger, the the doctor's office and the dentist's office that my mom would always take me to had like the big gaming station that was in the center of the <laughs> lobby that had like a Pokemon uh, had a Nintendo sixty four, like a Nintendo, and like a PlayStation Is that a One. Doctor's office, mm-hmm. yeah. It was all this stuff just to keep the kids busy while the parents yep. had to get their stuff done. I did done. not get yep. out of Michigan fast enough. Good <laughs> golly, we didn't get anything like that. Oh, yeah. Like, like it had the big gaming station in the middle. There was, like, a, a sand table off in the corner that had, like, magnets underneath it. You would play with the sand and I remember toy those. cars and everything. Yep. Oh. Or the little maze under the table. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Uh, but the only Nintendo 64 games they had available to play in the gaming center was the Pokemon Snap and the Pokemon Coliseum. That was all they had. Gosh. Memories. <laughs> this and these moments of silence, it's nostalgia taking over. Just just imagine the wavy lines and the memories flooding. <laughs> That's where we need some cutscenes now. Yeah. So what's uh what's some of your earliest gaming memories? So it's probably gonna be what I always argue with myself. Now I told you that I I played and beat ten um the Metal Gear Solid Metal Gear Solid game. The first like that was the first game that I've ever played through and beaten all the way through. But then there are times where I question myself, wait, was it Mario RPG for the Nintendo sixty four? Because that those were around about the same time yep. for when I played them. Because mm-hmm. um, I know I'm pretty sure, pretty positive Mario RPG came out at least a couple of years before Metal Gear Solid. I'm I think it is. Um, without looking it up. Um, so, but the Mario RPG game, I don't know something about that always reminisces with me. I I love that game. I don't know if you've either of you ever played it. But uh, I'm usually not a big uh, turntable kind of player, but Mario RPG is a turntable-based game. Yeah. And it was just really fun to... It was the first creative, unique way to play Mario for me. Instead of just the, you know, side-scroller kind of Mario games, you got certain moves with each character, and you can trade out your character, and... I think it eventually, if I remember right, you even get Bowser on your team, and you got Mario, Bowser, Peach. Just you got your three-man team. It was just a lot of fun, and I, I again, I might have eaten that one first in my life. I can't remember, but that that was um, Mario and Salad, Metal Gear Salad were definitely the starts for gaming for me. And yeah, I'm in my 30s, and you would think that I'd be even farther back than that, but. Watched a lot of TV growing up. <laughs> it took away a lot of my playtime, and plus I was broke. 
Which is fair. Yeah, my mommy didn't understand. Like, do you want this? Too bad. So I didn't get to play a whole lot as other people did until later on in my life. I don't think I ever owned an Atari. And never owned a Nintendo, but my grandma owned one, which is the weirdest thing. So I played it a few times there until she got rid of it. Grandmas. Yeah. They buy things just to spoil their grandkids. Mm-hmm. She had to. She she looked I was bored out of my mind going to her house and she knew it. And <laughs> one day there was a Nintendo there and I'm like, Can I go to grandma's? So yeah, it was good. It was a good uh, purchase. So uh we have you on here. We brought you on here to talk about Minecraft. Okay. So first question out of the bag, what are some of the craziest builds you've seen in Minecraft? I've seen someone build Atlantis in Minecraft. The city of Atlantis? Yep. Like, they, they've gone in, and they've, in in some cases, people will try to do it in survival. Others, it's faster in creative, um, where you have all the blocks at your hand. Um, they'll go under the water and build the entire city of Atlantis under the ocean. So it was under the ocean. Yep. That's clever. I like that. Mm-hmm. It gives you creative sandbox that you can play in. You can pick blocks that look similar to what you're trying to build. You can build a castle. You can build a dragon flying in the sky. Um, a lot of the redstone people know how to use the redstone to make it move. Um, with mods, you can texture different blocks to make it look like a different block. Interesting. Did, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Did somebody make a game in Minecraft to play the game? Like, I don't think it's Mario, but they made a video game within Minecraft to play the... No, it was Pokemon. Yep. yep. Somebody created It's called a... Pixelmon. Yeah, somebody created, like, a Game Boy in Minecraft, and then yep. they used uh, Redstone. Redstone and Command Blocks and to command make blocks it come to life. To, to play Pokemon Red? Yep. And you can play it all the way through. What kind of it what takes, kind of hours does that take? <laughs> a lot of hours. There, there are some people that take, like, an entire year building one thing. And, and they're like, oh, well, there's no end to this. But there is. If you want to achieve something, you will take as much time necessary to get what you want done. Like, I've seen... Like, I just downloaded the the, uh, the Star Wars texture pack. Okay. Which turns the, the creepers into Chewbacca, you know... And when you whack you whack the creeper instead of the sizzle, you get the the ah. <laughs> you know, and it's just like so. I think you're gonna get some haters. There will be a haters. lot of haters. I mean, you're hitting Chewbacca. I mean, when you're in when you're in creative, you kind of hit everything just so that you can see what it was before it was textured. Okay. Can can you at least get some kind of like companion that can be Chewbacca too in this? Um, you get you get a dog that you can then texture to look like Baby Yoda. <laughs> um, Gosh. 
even the chickens in there can be turned into the little Wookiees, you know? It's just depending on which one you download. There are also variants of Minecraft, like they have the regular Minecraft that you can build, you can create. They also have Minecraft Dungeons, which is a dungeon crawler. Yeah, we were talking about the other day, and it was compared to, like, uh, Diablo. Yep. Yeah, I've been wanting to play that myself, because it really does just look a lot like Diablo. But that made me almost ask the question, when is somebody going to use Minecraft to create Minecraft dungeons to play in Minecraft? And then you just enter the the, the Minecraft paradox? I don't know if anybody's <laughs> done that yet. All right. Um, I... <laughs> If I, they're probably already working. There's somebody right, out there that's right. got to be working on this. I did not give them the idea, but if I did, you can reach me over at Nerd. <laughs> um, my guess is since Minecraft is is on almost all platforms, they're probably going to have one for the PS5. I'm surprised they don't already. Right. Because they have PS4 edition, they have PS3 edition, they've got Xbox 360 edition, Switch, uh-huh. Wii, Wii U. They're, they're probably just, if I was to know anything mm-hmm. about the systems, actually, yeah. Because I, I haven't seen it yet. I vaguely, uh, I could be entirely wrong. I thought I overheard somebody trying to, oh no, Mike was telling me that uh, they tried to show you what it would look like to use like the PS5 graphics card, right. I can't even remember what it's called, over Minecraft, and it just, like, made Minecraft look phenomenal. But whether they were actually... Is it RTX? I think so. Yeah, whether yeah. they're actually programming Minecraft to be able to play PS5, I don't know. Okay. And there's probably something out there. I mean, share it in the comments if you guys know. I have really high hopes for Minecraft on the PS5 because they just announced the VR for PS5. Mm-hmm. Right interesting and there is already a vr minecraft yep okay yep (laughs) i i I don't know i so sitting here talking about minecraft i have another level of respect for it but that's not saying much considering that (laughs) i came from the ground (laughs) okay so hear me out on this i also was one of those people that was just like Minecraft, it's no big deal. It's 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 not a very good mm-hmm. game. It's mm-hmm. until I started watching some of these people on YouTube. Yeah, I have high respect for those with that creativity that they have. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, wow, you know, that is your game. Keep playing it. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna hate on Minecraft, but I also know that I came from a family of. I sucked at Legos. <laughs> <laughs> I have go over to friends and they'd be playing Legos and I'd be like mm-hmm. I just I was never hey, you want to play Legos yeah look I made a stick uh, that's pretty much <laughs> it that's I that's the best I could do I was not creative with Legos and I just don't think I'm gonna be that creative with Minecraft so I don't really waste my time with it but again I have a lot of respect like we were just talking about Pokemon in Minecraft mm-hmm. and it's, that's creativity about uh, uh, creativity and above and i just think that's awesome that's like uh you, you and jasmine do pixel art in minecraft oh too, we do don't you? we will do build battles like we will pick 
two or three um, designs, and she'll go search on her phone, I'll search on mine, and we'll try to replicate it into Minecraft. And then we'll, um, we'll rate each other on how well we did, how close to the pixel art we got. Um, and I, I've seen some of your guys' pixel art in Minecraft, and it is amazing. <laughs> um, we once built a 300 by 300 round tree that went all the way up to world height. And inside the top of the tree, we made a dome and we put villagers inside and made little houses for the villagers. And there was a spiral staircase down the middle of the tree. That's, it took us five days. Oh my gosh. But. I have a genius idea. I have a genius idea. I'm writing a book. Can you create the landscape from Minecraft for my book? A book that has my. I think I just hit the next bestseller. <laughs> Kids, go read it. <laughs> <laughs> so they do have books on Minecraft. Dang it. Somebody else stole it. So they, they, they have a Redstone's guide, a Minecraft's guide to Redstone, a Minecraft's guide to command blocks, to creative mode. And they'll give you hints, tips, and, and ideas on different things you can try in your own world. I saw on Netflix they have a Minecraft story mode. Story mode. Yep. I actually remember kind of messing with that a long time ago. I kind of wanted to go back and finish it, but I never did. So I love story modes. In the game, you can play story mode, but now Netflix also gives you that option to play story mode. So it'll, it'll you'll watch the video, uh -huh. and then it'll and then give you an option to interact to interact with it. Fork yep. paths. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty neat. So it's a it's a game within a show. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I like that. You know, Terry, I did, did you first start coming to Nerd HQ when we moved over here, or did you when we were at the mall? No, I I don't think I really connected or knew you well until mm -hmm. over here. Mm -hmm. But one of the things that I remember most, like when when our our friendship began to grow, um, was your nephew calling. And he's asking you 20 questions on Minecraft, and you're answering them left and right. Like, <laughs> I remember nothing. that call. And my jaw just, my jaw drops, and I'm like, like, the kid should know more than you. And you're just like, no, nope, I know the game, and I'm going to teach him. And it was just the vaguest of questions, but I knew exactly what he was talking about. You knew exactly. It, it was. I remember. It was super vague, and I'm just like, huh? I'm like, oh, so, so you're talking about the Phantoms. Oh, no, no. You can't do that. you got to do this. And, he, and he's just like... His jaw was dropped, and it was yeah, like... it was it was so crazy, and that's when I knew that you were a Minecraft aficionado. Um, I have a book I'm writing right now. It's my adventures through Minecraft. It's from when I started all of the snapshots and stuff. I jot down little notes, and then I'll do a pixel art of uh, the different weapons and items in Minecraft, and then I'll write everything that you can do with it from past. To future. Interesting. How far along is it? Um, I have up to the aquatic update, which is 1.14, and I think we're working on 1.17 now with the caves and cliffs update, which they have had to split into two because there was too much stuff in the first one. This is Terry. If she becomes super popular, remember <laughs> that she was first hosted on Nerd HQ at Nerd HQ. <laughs> It's like in a little spiral notebook, and I haven't had it colored in yet, but... 
Yeah, your organization skills are yeah, I have uh, a, crazy. I have a little OCD when it comes to organization and stuff like that, but you know, it, it works. It does. It does. It makes Minecraft landscapes look great. <laughs> it does. It's awesome. Yeah, John. Well, what about you, man? What else? Like, are you into? I play a lot of stuff. So, like, uh, played a lot of Destiny. Um, I like a lot of, like, one-player games with linear paths. Like, I've done the God of War games. And mm -hmm. I do remember the God of War games. I was really happy about the last one that just came out. I'm a big Norse mythology fan, so that was a really fun one. Yeah, I was about to say, did you really think about that cliffhanger? But, just in case there are people that haven't played it and hate me for <laughs> spoiling it... <laughs> Um, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Loki. Yeah. Loki, man. Yep. That is crazy. What do you think they're going to do with that? So the real, the fun thing about that is, is, do you remember what happened at the end of that game? Vaguely, I saw Kevin, your brother, was, was finishing it up and he was telling me about it. So, mm -hmm. basically, Kratos continued his god-killing reign, killed uh, Balder, and like, two or three other of the Norse gods. And then, we find out at the end of the game, his son's name is Loki. Yeah. Well, they've already released the name of the next God of War game. I haven't heard of this. What is it? Yeah, they released it... Four months ago, I think. Okay. So. But it's called God of War Ragnarok. Okay, yeah, I have heard of that. I have heard of that because I kind of picked at the... I, I, I picked at it a little bit. I'm like, okay, here we go. Let's uh, let's get into the money train of Avengers. Uh, you know, uh, <laughs> of, of Thor Ragnarok, all right? But uh, that's just me kind of hating on it a little bit. I mean, it makes sense. I mean... If you think about it, Thor, Loki, really I mean, not it's just a Marvel no, thing. It's not. It's not. It's not. So I can't, you know. The only God of War I've played is Oblivion. And that's for the, the PS3. I don't think I remember this one. That's Elder Scrolls. Is it? Okay. Oh, yep. yes. Oblivion, Elder Scrolls. Okay. Yep. I'm yep. like, what? Yeah, that's Elder Scrolls. They did have some, like... They did they have... Had, some three off, God yeah. of War games. Yeah, there was God of War 1, 2, and 3. And then they had some offshoots. They had, yeah, they had offshoots. Like, uh, I think one of them was called Chains of Olympus. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, and, like, one other one that was... Both of them were for the PSP. Um, if I remember correctly, Chains of Olympus was actually really good. It was. It was really good. Which you don't get too much. With Chains offshoot. was 3, wasn't it? Say what? Chains was 3. No, that was an offshoot between two and three. Okay. Yeah. So there was there was God of War one. There was God of War two. There was like. I think the two had the collector set, which had I think the offshoot in it. Yeah, they had a collector set of two when Chains of Olympus came out. Right. There was like a collector set you could buy the PS3 version of God of War two, 
And then it came with the two weird offshoots. Right. And then it came with Chains of Olympus, which connected two Chains of Olympus okay. three. Okay. That's the one that we have. I'm trying to remember which ones I actually played and beat, because I do remember beating a couple of the God of War games back in the day. I'm pretty sure the ones I beat were for PS2, so if there was any that came out before PS2... Yeah, I think that's going to take some... Uh, Brain power. God of War 2, <laughs> or the first God of War came yeah. out for PS2. So it must have been God of War 2 that I, I actually played and beat. I don't remember if I did it for 3 as well. But I also had a buddy who I'd always go over to his house, and this guy, he was he was the rich man on campus. And he had the games and the entertainment and the system. And he, don't get me wrong, I didn't go over there because he was the rich man on campus. But we had, he had a lot of friends that went over there because he was the rich <laughs> man on campus, you know. And uh, he just had a bunch of different rooms with a diff- bunch of different play- uh, game, you know, like PS in this room, Xbox in this room. And often there was somebody on that God of War playing or beating, and I remember playing a little bit of, I'm pretty sure, three when I was at his house. Didn't beat it, but, yeah, those were good days, because you had Guitar Hero, God of War. Oh, yeah. You had, those were, like... The day where Final Fantasy games were, like, the greatest games. Yeah. They also had Transformer games for the PS3 as well. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, Dark Side of the Moon. Terrible, but it was weird. I beat it. Yeah? All all four discs, yeah. Oh, (laughs) jeez. I remember... I can't remember what Transformers game it was, but it was the one where you played as Bumblebee. Yep. So there's, there's two discs... Um, the, the, the first one you get to play as the Autobots and then the other disc you can then play as the Decepticons. Oh, so you can play yeah. both sides of, yeah. of it. The two discs, man. You know, here, so I know we're kind of everywhere a little bit, but I, <laughs> I want to, speaking about the two discs, I want to kind of backtrack to Metal Gear Solid. Okay. Because they, they, I don't, I could be wrong, but I feel like they started the shenanigans of like messing with people and breaking the fourth wall for the video games Mm -hmm. because in metal gear solid the first one there was a a boss fight that you'd have to do to where you would have to unplug your controller and plug it into the second port to defeat the guy because he was reading your mind reading your controllers and another thing was like you had to i think remove the memory card to like mess with him or i can't really remember but there was also like the one of the issues i had with the game was the game had multiple discs as well you had to switch discs to continue on with the storyline mm-hmm. but there's really no news on how you switch the disc you just assume that you turn the system off take the disc out put the new disc in but every time you did that the game would be like put the first disc in first and you're yeah, like right what i just and then eventually you kind of realize oh you leave the system on right yeah. it's kind of taboo right so it was just so that Metal Gear Solid was so confusing, but so awesome. Resident Evil Four did that for, or Resident Evil did that for the GameCube. Yes, it had like four discs. Yep, like three or four discs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the one that got me with the the oh I I assume I just turned the system off with the new disc in was a game called The Legend of Dragoon. <laughs> oh, that sounds vaguely familiar. It was a three-disc game, 
I'm not going to get into a whole spiel about it. That'll be for some other time. Because <laughs> I will talk about that game for hours. <laughs> so we got into multi-disc games. <laughs> Legend of Dragoon. Um, I was always under the assumption, oh, uh, at that this point of the game, it just saves. I would turn the system off, put the new disc in. Every single time. Insert disc one. Insert disc one. Insert yeah. disc one. And I'm just like... Why isn't it working? <laughs> put the I put the new disc. I just want to play the rest of the game. <laughs> so, I kind of want to. I'm I'm assuming we're coming to an ending point, but I want to end this on a on a flawed note. The game that you broke the most controllers with. Hmm. If you broke any controllers, or if you broke. If because I can already tell you I'm I I've got I've got a I've got a name. I'm, I'm, well, it looks like you have something too. Go ahead, John. Um, so I was never really a big controller breaker until I started playing Destiny One. Destiny One. <laughs> so Destiny you're one. you're talking later into your gaming period. Yes, I was Destiny always. Destiny One was PS3. PS3. My thing is, is I never really had the money to afford new controllers. Yeah, yeah. So I was always super protective of my controllers. Like, I never ate food and played with my controllers. I okay. never, nothing. Like, I wanted to keep them clean, so I made sure they worked. Mm -hmm. Then I got a PS3 and started playing Destiny 1. And, like, let me tell you, dying to things that don't even exist in a game <laughs> is rage inducing yeah it is oh my gosh so destiny has these things called the architects which is um basically if you jump off of something and you hit the floor and there's a rock that comes up like this and your character lands on the rock wrong you just die oh my god <laughs> you just die you hit a part of the sandbox world that just kills you doing that like five times in a row is rage inducing i i had a big like 65 inch tv in my room along with my regular 45 inch tv i had my playstation hooked up to my regular tv oh, and cable i think this is going cable <laughs> to my, my my big tv so i could watch tv while i played games yeah I was doing a Vault of Glass raid, and there's a part of the raid where you jump down this really huge cliff, and then you time your jumps right so you don't die when you hit the bottom. Uh -huh. well, I would time my jumps right, like I always do, but for some reason my character would just land on this one spot that would just kill him, and I would die by the architects. <laughs> And that happened like 10 times in a row. And I got so aggravated that I threw my PlayStation controller. Not only did I break yeah. the controller, but I broke the big 65 oh, TV. It came knowing that it went. I threw my controller oh. and it bounced in a corner of my room. It bounced like the corner comes here. Yeah. It bounced here to uh -huh. here and then flung one of the sticks at the TV. <laughs> <laughs> the TV. Oh man. No. Oh, that's what you call like a curse effect right there. Oh no. I haven't really had any breaking moments. Um there there was one time when I was playing Hollow Knight. 
So recently. He was here, and I got so sorry, frustrated. Guys. We couldn't make it through a whole episode without Hollow Knight. I died 27 times. <laughs> Didn't realize you had to go back to get the soul, so I lost everything. Oh, no. And then gave up and just didn't play it for, like, ten days. And then I I went back and I was like, okay, who do I know has beaten this? I'm like, Steven, here, beat this for me. <laughs> so, Steven, you, you, you took the right road and you handed it off I rather did. than throw it at his face. Breaking Steven in the process <laughs> of breaking the switch. Uh, what about you? What's uh, some controller breaking moment you had? <laughs> so I went through a phase, and and I'm, I don't I don't toot my own horn. I, um, but there are times where I became very good with Budokai Tenshiki or Tenshikai. Uh, Tenkaichi. Yeah, Tenkaichi. Uh, two and three. I became very good with that game, but not at no cost. <laughs> I there gotta were, get good at this game, or else I'm not gonna have any controllers left. There <laughs> were four controllers I lost to those games, oh, at least four <laughs> controllers. So I was living with a roommate the at the time. Two controller? Huh? The DualShock Two controllers? Yes. PS2? Dude, the controllers that were Nokia brick strong. So I was living with a roommate at the time, and this 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 buddy of mine. All right, he's he's a solid buddy. Okay, he put up with me. I'll tell you what. I think this is around the time where I. I was either not finding a job or I, I uh, lost the job. And I wasn't really, I didn't really have a whole lot of money to pay rent, but he didn't want to lose me as a roommate, so he helped out a lot. And he bought a lot of controllers. <laughs> <laughs> he bought a lot of controllers. I became good at the game. And and I, I know I became good at the game because I just, I was really good at the game. But on the flip side, I remember take uh, not playing the game for a couple of years. And I went over to a buddy's house. And he's like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm the best at this game. You know, I'm just, I'm solid. I've, I've beaten all these people. I've, <laughs> I've, I've been on the top. And maybe he was just boasting like an idiot. But I'm like, well, I'm not too bad myself. You know, let's play a game. He's like, yeah, sure, let's do it. I'm like, I'm rusty. So he beats me the first time. I'm like, all right, I think I got it now. Go right to the next game. I stomp him so hard. And I'm like, all right, let's go best, uh, you know, two out of three. It's like, I know. He would never play me again. <laughs> that one loss was done for him. I don't know why, but I'm just like I just I just had to warm up, dude. <laughs> so, but I I'm not kidding. I it was at least four controllers, if not more. And all of my friends that would come over would first kind of peek in and be like, "Is he playing that Dragon Ball game?" Yes. We'll come back later. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to get hit with shrapnel. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they would not shut up about it. Like you've been playing that game lately. Leave me alone, okay? <laughs> I'm in AA right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But yeah, that that game. I'm pretty sure I've broken something since that game. I lost the most to, and I actually missed that game. Not the breaking controllers, <laughs> but I missed that game. I think I think we've got it. <laughs> We do not. Oh, we don't? We do not. Somebody brought oh. it in, and I'm like, please, bring it back. I want to play sometime. <laughs> I'm like, I miss that game. I love that game, but we do not have it. We'll have to see if we can find it. Yeah. It's a good game. 
I enjoy mm-hmm. Fighter a little bit. It was a Z Fighter or whatever mm-hmm. that one. Fighter Z. Fighter, um, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's okay, but it's it's more of the Mortal Kombat style. Yeah. And I enjoyed Budokai more because it was more three D flying, yeah. and it was just a lot of fun. <laughs> but yeah, memories. Yeah, lots of memories. Well, I think we've been going for a little while. I think so too. Time to wrap it up. Yeah, what do you think? We're going to wrap it up? Yeah. All right. Well, we've had Matt and Terry on the show. Uh, we should have Mike back next week. Yeah, he should be back next week. Um, we do have some special guests coming up in about a week or two. I want to say two weeks. Uh, a couple of people from the Pokemon BGC are going to come in and talk about how their stuff is going. That's exciting. The current state of the game. So, uh... Alright, well, this has been Bite Size Gaming. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>